Hello and welcome to the Latter-day Ladies, a podcast for women seeking to live a gospel-centered life in a Latter-day world. I'm your host, Jenny Moss. Hello, my beautiful, lovely friends. I wrote so many podcasts for tonight. I wrote a part two of Judgment. I wrote a bunch of other stuff. But I felt like I needed to share something completely different. And so I am coming to you differently than I ever have before. And that is just with my heart and I just felt like we could have a little chat today. I know that the last couple weeks have been heavy. There's been so much suffering and sorrow in the world and I don't know about you but it makes me feel helpless and sometimes even hopeless and concerned, very deeply concerned for all these people that I'm not connected to, that I want to serve and love. And when I stay in this space of feeling helpless and hopeless, I feel like my um, understanding of my capacity and divine calling kind of melt away. And I realize that that is the exact place Satan wants me to be. He wants me to feel unable to tackle the things um, around me because there's just too much. But Satan is wrong. He is the father of lies. If every single one of us were to take the Lord's directives today, ask him exactly what he wanted us to do and do it, and follow through with spiritual promptings, and reached out to those whose hands hang down, I think a big, big shift could happen in the world. And it's not just the group of us that are wanting to do that. I think it's the majority of the people in the world. So many people, regardless of their capabilities, want to help. They want to be of service. They want to serve God, even if that's not what they call him. They want to serve their fellow men because people have the desire to help and to love. A couple years ago, it was like four years ago, I was pregnant with Meredith. Oh my gosh, this is another pregnancy with Meredith story. I was pregnant with Meredith and Hurricane Harvey hit. And my parents called me like a day and a half before and they were very concerned. They were like, you need to get out of Houston. 
this hurricane's coming. And I was like, mom, dad, hurricanes come all the time to Houston. It's not a big deal. And they were like, no, this one looks different. It looks bad. And I was like, I haven't even heard about this. Like, it's probably fine. So, um, for some reason I was at Target and, um, they were like, you need to, you need to go out to your car and you need to pray about whether or not you should leave. And they were very concerned about me because I was super, super sick. And, um, they were worried that I would be in jeopardy of, um, if something happened, I wouldn't be close to medical care. And so I went out to my car and I said a prayer and I was like, Heavenly Father, I feel like my parents are overreacting right now. Like, should we evacuate? And I, I literally couldn't even get the whole word evacuate out. And he was like, yes, yes, yes. I was like, oh, oh, okay, okay. So we evacuated um, and we went up to Waco and then our dear, dear friends invited us to um, their parents' home in Dallas, who then became our dear friends too. And um, I was so grateful because many of the people who were in my situation where I had a Zofran pump and I was getting IV fluids shipped to my house regularly, um, they were unable to get their medical supplies because everything shut down. If you remember Hurricane Harvey, it was a horrible, horrible hurricane and there was terrible flooding. And um, so I was incredibly lucky to be able, well, I wasn't lucky. I was uh, blessed for having diligent parents and um, I was able to receive the medical supplies I needed. And like they gave me like an advance for the next um, couple weeks so that I could go back to Houston and I would have supplies. And um, I told people on social media that I was returning back to Houston. And I said that I would sell this print that I had designed for my daughter's room. And within 24 hours, I had had more sales than I had ever had in my entire business. And um, many people reached out and asked for my Venmo and asked to... Um, donate directly and said, please use this money to help someone who's in need down there. Um, I had a couple people reach out and send me money to buy groceries and supplies in Dallas and be able to take them down to people in need in Houston. And uh, we were able to fill our entire van with supplies for a woman's shelter who had a lot of flooding and a lot of displaced women who were there. And it was unbelievably sacred. There were people who reached out weeks and weeks and weeks after Hurricane Harvey asking if they could continue to donate. 
And so I got to go to the shelter multiple times and give them checks. It was unbelievable. Our efforts individually and collectively can change the world. There was an incredible spirit of sacredness in Houston during that time of camaraderie and love and support for each other. And I don't think anyone would have wished any of that devastation or the deaths or the just great amount of fear and destruction that happened. But there was some really beautiful outpourings of genuine concern and love for people that they didn't even know. I know that it's not just donations or efforts towards the specific causes that we can do. It is also pouring light and service and love and lending an ear and being a support and mourning with those that mourn. When we do simply what Heavenly Father has asked us to do, we are changing the world. My One of my dear friends sent a C.S. Lewis quote this week that I will link in the in the caption and it talked about simply doing the things within the home that you do and how that is changing lives the Lord will tell us different things the Lord may prompt you to do something grand the Lord may prompt you to do something that seems to you small But by small and simple things, great things come to pass. I have seen through years and years of processing anxiety and depression, thoughts have passed through my mind about my identity Because oftentimes depression and anxiety tries to convince you that you are not capable. But I believe more than I've ever believed in my entire life that where you are at currently in your faith journey, where you are at currently in your health journey, where you are at currently in your family journey or your pursuit of knowledge it is enough it is so incredibly enough and it adds to the beautiful chorus of righteous men and women your ability to show up for the people around you and to speak to the experience and understanding that you have is vital and important. There is a woman who 
I just absolutely adore. I don't know her super well, but um, every time she speaks, I feel a piercing in my soul. It's like, it's like she, she unlocks a part of me um, that yearns to just be better. I just want to be better when I listen to her speak. And um, I finally got the courage to tell her that, even though I was a little bit nervous that it was going to come off creepy. And she accepted it with so much grace and sweetness. And, um, and I, it, it started a, a conversation between us that I think was really, really special and important for our relationship. And, um, so if today you are wondering, what can I do? What can I do to help the pain and the sorrow of the world? Start by reaching out to those people who make a difference to you and tell them. Tell them your deep love for them and tell them how incredibly appreciative you are that they are part of your life. Then ask the Lord if there is more and receive what he says to you and follow through with that. I believe that we have the capacity to affect change for thousands of people. If our life is centered in doing the will of the Lord, he is a five birds, one stone kind of guy. He may prompt you to do something for someone specific, but that action may have a shift within that person's life that could put them on the, on the brink of doing something that they've always wanted to do and affect many, many lives for change. There was a young women's leader that I had who she just exuded kindness and peace every time she spoke. And I don't know if anyone who knows me um, would describe me as a peaceful person because I'm a little bit chaotic. But um, I remember in her lessons, it wasn't necessarily all of the things that she spoke to. It was the way that she spoke to them. It was the sincerity that she spoke that made me desire to learn more to see if I could have that type of sincerity. Your spiritual gifts are different from the people around you. Your talents and skills and light and knowledge and experience are different. You are vital to your family and friends. You are vital to your ward family. Do not give up 
the sacred identity that you have to the idea that you are not enough because that is not true. Don't be afraid to step into your power because it is yours. I love you. I'm grateful for you. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you.